Hello, this is Dr. Ed Hill, host of This Week in the Word, where we grow in our knowledge of the Word of God and our walk with Christ. Thanks for joining us in this episode of What's Next. As we talk about what's next, it's not really a question, it's a statement. We are looking at what's next as we look at the future of the world. This is the episode for Sunday, April 11, 2021. I'm glad you joined us today, however you may have found your way here. Well, as we begin, I want to talk about the Pax Romana. Yeah, that's a phrase we use every day, the peace of Rome. But I want you to know when we talk about the centuries of peace under the Roman Empire, beneath the iron heel of Rome, there were more than 60 million slaves. There was absolute misery for the masses. Well, Pastor Ed, what about the Roman elites? Oh, they had it great. They were never better. Thanks for asking. In 2020 and into 2021, we see an unprecedented push for peace and safety under a global government that promises peace and safety. Peace and safety are the premise for the pandemic lockdowns and for global government as well. Personally, I I think differently about peace and safety. You stay safe and I'll stay free. That's how I look at it. (laughs) This very week, the Prime Minister of England and 23 other major world leaders have issued a renewed call for way more, not less, global government for peace and safety. Under the handy excuse of peace and safety, any and all possible alleged threats from contagious diseases to space aliens are here to gigantic asteroids are heading toward Earth, any of those can be used to frighten and control people. And it never worked better than in the pandemic. Now, I get it. It was a a real illness and people got really sick and I know personally, I know people who passed away from that. But I think you would have to agree with me as we have watched this play out over the last 18 months or so, we realize that, well, this is not exactly what we were told it was. And you'd be right. But that fear was used to herd people like animals in the direction that the global elites want for this world. Now, you might wonder, did any ancient prophet or teacher have anything to say about global government or peace and safety? I am so glad you asked that question. (laughs) It just so happens. I'm going to give you one example. As we've seen in our episodes uh, several months back, The ancient prophet Daniel, 2,500 years ago, predicted a final wicked human global government that would be in place at the second coming of the Messiah. 
Jesus Christ. It is this global government that Jesus Christ will demolish when he returns, not to take sides, but to take over. Also, peace and safety is a phrase the Apostle Paul said would be the watchwords just before the day of the Lord. That's a seven-year tribulation period predicted in the Bible in more than one place, way more than one place. And it, that period sees the wrath of God poured out on this final human government, a wicked, God-hating, Jesus-hating, Christian-hating global government under the control of the Antichrist, the beast. Now, how close are we? Well, I can't predict dates and ex exact events, but we could be seeing a run-up to the real thing. I mean, there are so many things in alignment, according to biblical prophecy, that this could be like setting the, the stage for a play, or it could be like putting the pieces or moving the pieces on a chessboard. This could be the run-up to the real deal. Or it could be a, a practice drill for the real thing to come yet in the future. But, but, now listen to this. There's this thing that you probably are not even aware of. Some of you may be, but most people would not be, and I wouldn't blame you. There's this thing called the World Economic Forum. And it's meeting in May 2021. Now that's just, I don't know, two weeks from now, two or three weeks from now. It was supposed to meet in January in Davos, Switzerland, where they meet every year to ski and all of that and talk about how to control the world. But the World Economic Forum had to be moved due to the pandemic, don't you know? And it's meeting now, allegedly, in May 2021. I've heard a couple of different dates, but I think that's the one that's been decided on, as far as I know. Now, the World Economic Forum is a real thing. Look it up. Don't just take my words for it. But the World Economic Forum is meeting to initiate what they call, now this is their phrase, not mine. They are meeting to initiate what they call the Great Reset. Have you heard of that? You haven't? That's shocking. <laughs> Not really, because they don't really want you to know about this. And, it, you know, some people know who pay close attention to politics and financial news and all of that, and a lot of people in the media know about it, and occasionally they refer to it, but not too much. But they're meeting to initiate what they call the Great Reset. Now, I'm going to boil this down so I don't make your eyes glaze over, all right? I'm not going to give you all the details. I'm just going to tell you it is a nifty plan that you'll just love. And it comes from the best and brightest, I have quote marks around that, <laughs> yeah, right. The best and brightest, you know, United Nations and deep state types who are trying to bring about openly, this is not a secret. They talk about this. 
They are, are trying their best to bring about global government, and that's for the world's peace and safety. It's, it's for the greater good. You understand? Now, let's look at what a teacher from antiquity, antiquity said, and that would be the Apostle Paul. Because he, he talked about what we're talking about right now. I'm going to read from a, a book in the Bible, in the New Testament of the Bible, from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Now, this is a letter inspired by the Holy Spirit through Paul, and Paul wrote this letter to the church at Thessalonica. And he wanted them to know some things because they were, they were worried about some things. So he, watch what he says in 1 Thessalonians 5, and we're going to read from verse 1 through verse 11. If you have a Bible, you can read with me. You can look it up on Bible Gateway and pick a version there. But 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 through 11. If you don't have a Bible handy, that's okay. Just listen to what the Apostle Paul said. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. In other words, when they thought about the prophetic future, Paul said, I don't even need to explain some of these things because you already know these things. But they just needed some encouragement here. Verse 2, For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Now that phrase, day of the Lord, talks about the tribulation period, but especially when the Lord returns to bring judgment. But it, it includes a tribulation period, I think. But notice that he says, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Now, how does a thief come in the night? Does he announce it? Nope. It's, it's by surprise, right? If uh, somebody's breaking in your house, they didn't send you a, a postcard or an email saying, hey, on Tuesday night at 1.30 in the morning, I'm going to stop by and be breaking in your house. They don't do that, right? So this is going to come as a shocking surprise. Now, I want you to notice something starting in verse 3. You're going to see words like they and them, and then you're going to see you and, uh, you know, the idea of you and us, all right? They and them, you and us. So it's them and us. Who's the us? That would be believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. Who's them? That'd be those who aren't believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, you, you get what I'm saying? So let's look at verse three. For when they shall say, peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. So in other words, at the very time that the lost world, its leaders and citizens and everybody who doesn't know the Lord who's on the planet at that time, at the very time that they're crying out for and probably promising peace and safety, 
He says, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. It's just catches them completely by surprise. And he likens it, he says here, as travail. What is that? You know, giving birth as travail upon a woman with child. And they shall not escape. In other words, you think about a woman having a child. When that starts, that child's going to be born, right? There's no escape. It's an, it started. And that's what he's saying right here. Verse 4. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. So notice right there in verse 3, he's talking about they, right? They and them. But in verse 4, he starts talking to the Christians directly. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. Verse 5, ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. That idea of hope is the certainty of salvation. Now, usually when we read the word salvation in the New Testament, we, we are thinking in terms of being born again, of being saved. And that's true, of course, but I think here it has even more meaning than that. Here he talks about the hope of, of deliverance, being delivered. You see what I'm saying? This terrible day of the Lord is going to suddenly, shockingly, surprisingly fall upon the world. It's going to fall on them and they're going to be shocked because they were, they were crying out for and promising and believed they were about to have peace and safety. Instead, they enter the day of the Lord and the wrath of God. But notice that we don't enter that. We're not in that. Well, what happens to us? Well, there's this thing called the rapture of the church. That is the, the catching away, the snatching away of the church before this day of the Lord, the tribulation period falls upon the earth. Now, how do you know that, Pastor Ed? Because I've read the New Testament. I've read the Bible many, 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 many times. I know what I'm talking about. You may have as well, but I'm guessing based on surveys, the majority of you have not done that or you don't do it much. You're just going to have to take my word from what I'm about to say, but this is what the Bible teaches. So notice verse 9. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation. Again, that idea of deliverance. But to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. 
Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. He's saying here that what we just saw should be something that we use to comfort and encourage and build up one another more and more. Why? What's he talking about? Because we're not of that night. We're children of the day. We're not appointed to go through the wrath or suffer the wrath of God. We are appointed to be delivered by our Lord Jesus Christ. And that should help us encourage and comfort and build up other believers. It should build us up as we think about that. But notice the, uh, I learned a word in college once, the juxtaposition. (laughs) Two things put side by side. Is that ever a $50 word or what? It is. But notice these two things put side by side, and it's, it's two different destinies. The lost world, which will do anything to get peace and safety, is going to end up being enslaved to the Antichrist and a global government. Now, it is true that many will come to the Lord during that time, and we've talked about that before, but but they're going into that time lost before they come to Christ. I would say the majority of the people in the world who go into that tribulation period, that day of the Lord, that 70th week of Daniel, which is a uh, weeks of years, Jesus talked about the tribulation. He talked about specifically the last half of the tribulation, the great tribulation, the last three and a half years. So this is mentioned often in the Bible and the lost world that's alive at the rapture of the church is going to be left and they're going to go into this time. But you know what? Believers in the Lord Jesus Christ do not. We are not of the night. We're not part of that deal. We are delivered out by the Lord Jesus Christ and we live in heaven with him waiting for the finish of the tribulation and the return of Christ to destroy that last final human global government, that wicked government of that wicked antichrist. And we get to come back with the Lord Jesus Christ when he destroys that government and we get to reign with him. Isn't that great? Now, that doesn't mean that Christians may not go through some difficult times before that. I think we're already in the early stages of persecution in the United States, and many brothers and sisters all around the world are already suffering for the Lord Jesus Christ. But you know what? No matter what we may suffer prior to the rapture of the church, Jesus promises he will deliver his bride, the church, out of the world before this terrible time of tragedy befalls the lost world. And he says that should encourage us, that should comfort us, it should build us up. Because why? We're not appointed to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Isn't that great? Amen. 
So the push for peace and safety that you see the world going through right now, it could very well be part of the lead up, the run up to this tribulation period because there's not gonna be a warning that this is about to happen, either the rapture or the tribulation. How do I know that? Because it says in verse three, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. In other words, it's not expected. It's unanticipated. Nobody sees it coming except people like me who are Christians who know the word of God and who love the Lord Jesus Christ. And there are, I would say, millions of us in the world living right now. We know and we see it and we know what's going on. So the jig is up, deep staters and United Nations types. We know the whole plan. I'll tell you something else. We read the end of the book and we win, baby. We win. Amen. Now, with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, starting today, you can know for certain how your eternity will turn out. Instead of following Satan and the Antichrist and all of their losers and being condemned to an eternal hell, you can follow today Jesus Christ and come over to his side and be welcome into heaven and eternity with him. I want you to write a phone number down. Write it down. Punch it in your phone right now. Get your phone. Get a pen and piece of paper. Write this down. Do something. Write this down. 877-247-2426. One more time. 877 877- 247-2426. Call that number with your spiritual questions. Someone will help you get the answers you need, whether it is to become a true born-again believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, or whether it is to, to begin to really grow in your faith in Christ, or maybe you have, have been unfaithful to the Lord and wandered away and he's convicting you right now to repent and return to your first love, the Lord Jesus Christ, and you need some encouragement and guidance with that. Call that number, 877-247-2426. Maybe you're one of the shy types that listen to This Week in the Word. We have them. Maybe you don't want to talk to anybody directly. Well, do this. Go to live chat chataboutjesus.com, chataboutjesus.com, and someone will help you. Well, I thank you for listening today to This Week in the Word and this episode that we call What's Next? The Push for Peace and Safety. And I hope this raises encouragement in your heart if you know the Lord personally. Maybe you're determining right now to live daily for him and to be a witness for him. I've been giving out more tracts lately, gospel tracts to people. Did it this week than I've done in a long time because I feel like time is short. How about you? Thanks for listening. I look forward to teaching you again on our next episode of This Week in the Word next week. 
Bye-bye. God bless you richly is my prayer.